Parental Advisory. Great. Mistakes. I have an introduction to the McCoy episode in the interview itself, as I was just planning on having that sound clip be the whole episode. I did. I made a couple mistakes, so I wanted to call myself out on that in advance to kind of, it'll bring a little bit more, the interview will make a little bit more sense. Number one, originally, and I know that the device that I use can do it, but I thought it was going to be multiple tracks. Somehow I managed to record it as one, so I couldn't make the background kind of laughter noise. I wa- Preferably, I would have liked to have, you know, the person laughing in the background. I would have, you know, did a little ducking, I think they called it. But when the other person's talking, have that little section be a little bit softer so that it's not as distracting. I tried to do it, but I was unable because I recorded it all on one track because I don't know what I'm doing. So I apologize for that. Secondly, and it talks a little bit about this in there. I, I made a mistake. I actually forgot that the interview was that particular day that, that I had set it up for him with, and I did not completely plan out all the questions, which wasn't really that big of a deal. Um, <laughs> the issue is that I had wanted to have a little bit better audio than the device that I use. You can plug in a cord, like a headphone cord, to your phone and have really good sound on it instead of you know that bluetooth sound this this is a this is sounds more like a call-in radio show and i have my problem is i have an apple and i don't have the output jack where i can just plug it in i need this little adapter and my daughter she's always got it and using it i looked all over the house for like an hour i have no idea where it was so i kind of i kind of screwed him over a little bit and the whole time he was you know, we were talking and he was also doing a little drinking. And so he kind of mentioned that in the episode, like, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm degenerated to this point and now we're doing, now we're doing this interview. So sorry. Also, because I didn't, because I just Bluetoothed it into this, my phone Bluetooth to the device, it caused a delay in the interview. There's a little bit of a section kind of like you can hear at different times, I'm pausing to see if he's going to talk like because there's that one second delay. It's not clear that I'm not stepping on his toes or vice versa. So there's kind of a little bit of a play back and forth because of the delayed audio. And lastly, we we had already been talking for an hour and I like to give people a hard time. And when I was kind of listening it through, I didn't realize that. I don't know, maybe I come off like a jerk a little bit. Like the first, I feel like the first seven things I said weren't really nice, which isn't really a reflection of our relationship, or maybe it is because we like to give each other a hard time. And I I hadn't intended it for me to just come, you know, come out and, you know, I wanted to be nice about everything. And maybe I had already done that in the beginning. And maybe I was irritated about the court. I don't know. So anyway, if I come off looking like a jerk uh, a little bit at the beginning, uh, I, McCoy doesn't think that way, but I just, when I, in, in the interview, he doesn't even, but I just going back and listen to it. I was like, ah, maybe I should have been nicer. We all have our faults. So I wanted to call myself out and say, sorry to McCoy. Here's the interview. 
All right, so for this episode, I was going to do my first interview, which I kind of set up with the last episode, which Evan actually hasn't actually heard yet, I guess. It's not out. But that um, the premise of that was to set up to doing a couple interviews, and Evan, thank you, sir. He's the first, um, the first guest. Can I say that? I can. I will. So I guess we should just start off. With, uh, I wanted to do, I wanted, I, I picked you because you're the last person anybody wants to talk to. So, <laughs> I thought, All right. I thought maybe in a true Jesus fashion, the, the first will be last and the last will be first. <laughs> um, but I wanted to start off doing something kind of simple. Um, just what, so just if you could tell everybody, why, uh, kind of like why you joined the Navy. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah. That'll make a great radio right there. Yeah. Um, I told you you were last. Yeah. Uh, it can only get better from here. <laughs> All right. Uh, now the reason I joined the Navy was, uh, like I was going to Virginia Tech. Same time as Miller, weirdly enough. And, uh, no, like I wasn't doing well. And then uh, I was always going to join the military. And my dad was like very strict. I lived with like a, a very strict dad who was ex-military. And I was always going to join the military. So like one of them be like, yeah, see, yeah, the military was less strict than you. <laughs> and, uh, actually I was right. I was right in the end. And, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I was. And uh, so, you know, my going to Virginia Tech, like, I'm going to be an engineer. I'm going to do this, these great things. And uh, I had no idea what I wanted to do. So I was like in aerospace, and I was not doing well. And uh, I was like, you know, this sucks. <laughs> it's too much math. I thought I was like, going to be like fighter jets. I thought it was going to be like pack gun. And uh, aerospace engineering is not at all like uh, the movie Top Gun <laughs> and yeah it's not and it's a lot of math and uh, so I was like okay well uh, I'll do industrial engineering and uh, industrial engineering it's actually pretty cool oh uh, it's very depressing extremely <laughs> depressing yeah, you gotta get you want the that. most depressed like if you want to if you want the most depressing job on the world like being industrial engineer like it's Basically, you fire people. And uh, so anyway, so like I did aerospace and then like I, I didn't do well. I was like, this sucks. It's like I'm not worried about like fighter jets or anything. So I did industrial engineering. And so like I was doing industrial engineering. I was like, this is the most depressing thing ever. Like like basically it, 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 every time you like did a test, it was like, okay. Do you a like uh, you do the machine, which is uh, very expensive at first, or do you do the person, which is very cheap at first but expensive? Like, and every answer to every problem was the machine, right. always one. It was like the the story of John Henry, like you know where John Henry is like he fights the the, the, the automated like railroad machine. And they're like, he wins in the end, and everybody's like, yay. And then he dies the next day. 
Well, hey, guess what? On day two, the damn robots building the railroads. Okay. (laughs) And that's like industrial engineering 101. Like they teach you that. Like, and then it it ends up you're in the matrix. You're just in this vat. You're just there for the robots. They need your body heat. Yeah, exactly. That's 100%. So anyway, I'm like sending my like apartment. Like I'm going to be honest though. That kind of seems right up your alley. Just firing people left and right. (laughs) No empathy for anyone. Okay, okay, okay. For what I'm drinking right now, so... Like, I'm nice when I'm drinking... F all y'all. F all (laughs) y'all. Anyway, anyway, back to the story. Okay, Anyway, back to the story. Okay, so, I'm really... Backstory, how you find how Anakin Skywalker becomes that Darth Vader. Right. Anyhow... So, like, I'm realizing like, this is, like, the most depressing major ever. It's like, kind of, like, fire people. And uh, so I'm, like, sitting in my apartment, and this guy's, like, installing Ethernet. You know, the world's greatest Internet is at Blackbird, Virginia, you know. We just had an hour conversation about master of the shit. Yeah. And uh, anyway, so this guy's, like, and he, like, sees my textbook. And he's, like, oh, like, you're doing industrial engineering. I'm, like, yeah, man. And now he's like, man, that's depressing. He's like, he's like, I have a degree from that from East Tennessee State. And uh, yeah, man, it's depressing. And I was like, <laughs> I, I'm like, I was like, yeah, I've been getting that vibe, like doing these classes. It seems like I have to fire people. He's like, yeah, that is your job. You fire people. It sucks. He's like, and uh, I have like some electrical knowledge, so like I decided to like be an electrician and, and do this. And and so I was like. Oh, so how's that guy? He's like, it's pretty cool, actually. He's like, I enjoy it. And so I was like, I'm going to be an electrician. Like, this guy, he didn't know that he was going to inspire somebody that day, but he did. And now I was like, okay. And I was like, oh, this is like an industrial engineer that's like, trying me to be an electrician. So I'm like, okay. And so I'm going to be an electrician. And then I'm like, I, I talked to my friend back, back home, uh, Ricky, who's like the, one of the smartest people I ever knew. Cause like a like back when like the SATs were like sixteen hundred, like uh, he had like a fifteen eighty or something. It was some ridiculous. But at the same time, he dropped out of high school when he was a junior because he had a plan. <laughs> it was some ridiculous plan to like be a pharmacist and describe himself as on drugs. And uh, well, the plan didn't work out. And anyway, he joined the Navy and he he was smart enough to be a nuke. And then uh, when I was like talking to him, he's like, "Oh, dude, 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 you should be a new." And uh, he's so like, "It's right up your alley." So he bagged you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. <laughs> he, he's, he's been laughing about that for six years or whatever. <laughs> Every day you were in, he was just laughing his ass off. <laughs> Pretty much, I think we were like laughing at each other because like he moved to my high school to like be a JROTC, and uh, it was a whole thing, and. <laughs> But anyway, like we've been effing each other for years, and uh, so anyway, I'm like, okay, so so anyway, like I'm not doing good in the industrial engineering, like so depressed. So I was always going to join the military anyway, so like I go to the recruiting station, I go to the army because my dad was in the army, my granddad was in the army, my dad, my granddad was a tail gunner, my my dad was like intelligence in Vietnam, yeah, something like that, and this guy was so full of crap. 
And like he was like obviously full of crap. He was like, Yeah, man. Like I'm like banging like these twelve chicks. And he's like naming like famous chicks, like like locally famous chicks. Like, he's like, I'm banging like like this like this Roanoke reporter. <laughs> you know, like this like this local news reporter that's hot. And we're like I, yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. you know her. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's like the the, the Adam Sandler and, yeah, and Billy Madison. Yeah. Like, we were like, just talking about. No, you're yeah. not. Yeah, no, you didn't. No, you're not. No, you didn't. That, that never happened. <laughs> well, <laughs> which is, I know which is what this guy was doing. <laughs> 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 you don't even know that person. <laughs> yeah. But he's like, he, you know, and he's like, you know, he's trying to sell me on, on the army, and I'm just like, no, I, I, I think you're full of crap. And then, uh, but uh, like I remember my friend Ricky, and I'm like, well, high school dropout Ricky telling about the nuke Navy. So, so I just, I just, want to do that. This, I just want to get this clear. You, you made your life decisions based off of a random person who walked in your house to perform a menial task, and a guy who dropped out of high school. Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now Ricky was really smart. Like he was really smart. But yeah, he dropped out of high school. Well, I mean, he had to go back and, like, get his degree to join the Navy because that was, like, a requirement at the time. But, yes, a high school dropout and a guy doing menial tasks. Wait, uh, it worked out. The, I'm just saying. Name. It did. It did. It's a gangbuster. <laughs> <laughs> and now, and now you, you got a job as a clown at the mall. <laughs> Look at you. But I'm happy. Yeah. But anyway... Except, so anyway, for Ron, except for Ronald McDonald's, you know, he's got all the clown juju going on and you're just jealous. That guy's been dead for years. So like, I'm not worried about that guy. <laughs> anyway, anyway. So like Ricky, like, and so like the army guy, like I'm just not. So anyway, I go to like the Navy guy. The Navy guy is an electrician's mate, Master Chief Nuke. And he's like, he's just digging all the Virginia Tech dropouts. He's like, yeah. He actually has like a, a dream job. He, he just, he's like, yeah, my, my job is pretty much to deliver nukes. And uh, I get all that. I, I got, there's an engineering college in my town and I just get all their <laughs> dropouts and I just recycle them into the nuke world. And, uh, and he, he does stuff up and I, and I, and I, I join. And so, yeah. Where do we go from here on the interview? I'm sorry, I just I just fail. Usually, yeah. Well, usually I trail off a lot too, but maybe for future, yeah, later on in the interview, you could just stop talking and then I'll start talking. That's actually how most okay. conversations go. Like one person talks and then stops, and then the other other person kicks. I'm not. I'm, I'm married. I don't. I'm not aware of that. <laughs> I just stop talking the whole time. <laughs> or or talk to fill the awkward silence. And I just have to say, uh-huh. Uh, yeah. What were you but, doing? Oh, hey, did you? I got a haircut. And uh, No, okay. So okay. You, uh, so you joined the Navy, right? And then what, what years were you in? Uh, I was in from uh, 2003 to 2009. Yeah, and you got out like in the spring, right? No, I got, I got out uh, right at my birthday. That was the greatest day ever. Like, uh. So that was like MWR when I got out. Remember, like, like somehow I got. Well, we can go into that. That's a, that's a story for another day. Uh, me and MWR. 
But no, my last day in the Navy was, uh, I, I had duty. And I'm like, <laughs> what else do I do? I'm like, I'm like dude, the dude knew Simper. Uh, not the name drop. I, I don't know if that's a bad thing. No, that's but, uh We're not going to trash He was like his neighbor. Awesome. Yeah, he was. And uh, it was his neighbor. His neighbor was our duty section leader when I was like out of plane. Okay. He's like, oh, you know Semper? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's awesome. And, and I guess Semper must have put in a good word for me. But uh, it's like, I went up to him like January 7th. I'm like, hey, man, hey, you have me in out of plant. Like, it feels like your birthday. Like, you somehow got out of like watch. Yeah. It was just a thing. It was, it was a thing. And so I was like, hey, man, I was like, Villanueva, I think was the guy saying. I was like, hey, man, uh, might if I get out of watch today? And he's like, oh, why? And I was like, um, one, it's my birthday. Like, that was like the, the more convincing factor. Yeah. And I was like, two, this is like my very last day in the Navy. And he's like, what? <laughs> I was like, yeah, man. And I always took watches for this guy. Like, because, you know, like out of plan. They're like, oh, can you take watch today? It's like, yeah, okay. It's like, yeah, no problem. It's like, Gonna stay and watch for like four hours and do nothing. Okay, not a problem. Yeah, no. And I would always take watches because, like, I was cool with this dude, and he was Temper's neighbor. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, oh like, yeah, man. So so anyway, I was like, this day I have it. I'm gonna tell Villanueva, like, yo, bro. Oh, and also like my TLD was lost. Like in my record, my TLD was lost. So I had to go like the, I had to go to the Reagan. Yeah. Get my TLD read. <laughs> it was all it was a fucking shit though. And uh so yeah, he's like, Yeah, dude, no problem, dude. Fucking congratulations, like enjoy the day, man. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, you're fucking off schedule. So like, okay, cool. So like go like the Reagan and like get my shit red because the Nimitz lost my shit. And uh Anyway, that was my last day. Navy was actually my birthday. That's pretty awesome. My uh, so <laughs> yeah. so Cameron was born on the the tenth of November, and then Keely okay. was born um, on the 9th of November. Four years later, and then I got out of the Navy on the eleventh, which is actually Veterans Dude, so Day. Lucky. So it's like ninth, tenth, so and eleventh. So that's that's a big that's a big week for me. Yeah, that's cool. And um. So one of the other episodes, or maybe the the episode that hasn't aired yet, it's it's kind of like telling other people's stories, right? And I don't know if you remember, oh, yeah. but in, in 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 my experience, I mean, everybody had stories, and and you might go, oh yeah, we all do, yeah, and you and then you'd go into EOS, right? And people, you might see somebody, and and I think the the example I gave is I walked into EOS once, and and Joe Lewis was standing in RO, and he's like, oh <laughs> yes, you're gonna tell the raccoon story, right? <laughs> and, 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 then, and then he's like, hey, <laughs> I'm sorry, that's a very good story. Yeah. No, I'm done. No, and I I tried to I I attempted to tell it. I can't. It's been so long since I've told it. But, um, so, oh, I know. So it's actually in the it's in it's in the episode that that hasn't aired yet, but is recorded. <laughs> but I was gonna say you had you had a couple stories. Chris, that, that really Chris was me. the one that reminded me about that, and I was like, "What are you talking about?" So I think I was like barely drunk when you told me that story, and I'm like, "Chris," I was like, "Dude, remember?" And then like it like came back to me. I was like, "Oh my god, that's like the funniest story I've ever heard." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, and that's where I I actually titled the uh, I titled the episode tribute. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. No, I'm no. good. I, t- I t- focused and I'm done. <laughs> I tiled the episode tribute like that Tenacious D song. I was like, this isn't the best story oh, in yeah. the world. But, you know, this is kind of what it is. But I, I gave another story <laughs> as a tribute um, that I do remember a little bit better. So anyway, okay, so you had a story, if you could tell, please, that I w- would make you tell all the time. And it's probably my favorite no story. And... <laughs> it just makes me laugh. I've been paying for this. And the story was about you at Denny's. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> I was not prepared for that story. So I'll tell the damn story. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, so Denny's. It's, it's an okay establishment. Yeah, it's okay, a so anyway, American diner. Yeah, I mean, it's good as it's not IHOP, but okay. <laughs> so anyway, Denny's, my beef with Denny's is it starts with like, we would like drive to Virginia Beach as a kid. And then like, we would, there's better choices. But anyway, anyway, like, we drive to Virginia Beach and we like drive for two hours. Like, okay, what do you want to eat? Like, oh, let's eat at Denny's because they're quick. And at the time, it was a, Polar opposite. Like Denny's was notorious for like slow service. <laughs> like I knew this as like a ten year old. I was like, I read the news enough to know like Denny's sucks with slow service. <laughs> and like so anyway, like stop at this like Denny's in like Petersburg, Virginia. And then like so like I'm there and I'm like ten. So I'm like this, I'm like a tweener of right. the child's menu. In the adult menu, you know, and I'm a, I'm an effing adult. I read the news. I know that Diddy sucks at slow service. I read the news. Like I'm an effing adult. Yeah. Okay. I'm absolutely. a ten year old adult. Like I'm, I'm in fourth grade. Like, please. Yeah. Like, like ask me what I want to know. Like specifically, I know what I want to know. And, and so anyway, like, so my, like my parents and my brother say, "I'll get the order." They're like, oh, I want like an omelet with this and that. And oh, yeah, I want like eggs over easy and this and that. And then like my parents are like, you got to order off the fucking kitchen because it's too fast, the faster. And I'm like, looking at it, and it's all got like full snazzy fucking names. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not going to do that because I'm like a fucking adult. I read the news. You know, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, you know, I want like two eggs, like uh, over hard with some bacon and uh, this. And the lady's like, oh, so you want the, uh, I, I, I didn't hear you quite well. What do you want? To, what do you want to order? And she's like pointing in the kid's menu as to what I want to order. And I'm like, nah, bitch, fucking ground. I know what I want to order. I want two eggs over easy. With bacon, with hash browns, and this and that, which which is the Galactic Slam Junior, and like she like he's like no I didn't hear you, I didn't hear you, and I'm like, God damn it, <sighs> okay, with the Galactic Slam Junior, she's like I'm sorry I didn't hear you, and I was like, <sighs> the Galactic Slam Junior. Like, I'm sorry, I, I didn't hear you. And I was like, 
I want the Galactic Slam Junior. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, okay. I just woke up my kids. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That one always made me laugh. Because you would always say about how, how mad you were, and then you were like, I want the Galactic Slam Junior. No, and she knew what she was doing. She knew what she was doing the epic whole time. She, she wanted that reaction. She got that reaction. I think, see, I think you're paranoid. Like everybody's out to get you. But I, I'm not paranoid. So. No, 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 no. She was petty. I was petty. And it was a petty battle. It was a petty civil war. It, it was a thing at the time. And like 1997, Virginia, Petersburg, Virginia. There was a civil war going on. <laughs> Ever. Ever. I was right. He was wrong. <laughs> so, I just wanted a simple breakfast. It's not even hard. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So when you were telling that story, it reminded like you have a thing with, with you have a thing with food in your family. Galactic Slam Junior? Oh my gosh! This is a Galactic that's what I thought in my mind when I had to order that. <laughs> it was like I was like so mad because I was I was such an adult. Yeah, as an eleven year old. Yeah. Well, I guess you've reverted now because now you're still just a joke. <laughs> Have you? Uh, oh. Hey. Oh. So- all false facts. <laughs> You're uh, fake news. So, no, but I was, I was remembering. I was remembering about you. Uh, every time I see a pizza box open, it makes me laugh, and I think. Uh, <laughs> no, it's, it's a damn little Caesar pizza. Yeah. So every- no, my dad. My dad was a fanatic about little Caesar pizza, like it had to be closed. <laughs> Yeah. So you would always tell this story and I, that's what I was saying. You have a deal with family because like your dad would drive to the closer pizza place so the pizza would be hot. But, but it was the one that Evan hated. So he was always pissed off. And then the pizza box had rough. to be closed. And then every time the pizza box was left open, they would be like, close the pizza box. And Evan would be like, that's just a... And then it was like a whole big thing. You're it didn't fucking matter. You're, you're eating crappy pizza just because it's warm. Let's go to the good pizza place. <laughs> no. Yes, this is a little pizza. You had, uh, I, I guess it's like bash your parents today on the, on the Evan McCoy episode because they don't, I, the, they don't, they don't, they don't have Spotify. I'm not okay. worried about them. Okay. Uh, I'm, I am going to email them this, by the way. <laughs> Dude, unless we have Errol's internet, I, I don't think I'm, I'm not worried. <laughs> okay. No, so, but the other great story, not the other, but one of the other great stories that you had was, uh, that can you tell the one about the picture that you drew in, in like, oh, high oh, school? Oh, good God. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway. Yeah, so like uh I was like really been into like X Men comics and stuff. You know, as a kid. And so like we had to like draw like pictures. Oh, which one? Actually actually which 
Okay, we'll go. There's two stories. <laughs> okay. There's two stories. I'm, okay. Oh, well, I'll go to the first one. Actually, the first one first. Okay, so, uh, like, the first one. <laughs> uh, like, when I was, like, in kindergarten, they were like, all right, draw a picture of your family. And so, like, I drew a picture of my family. And <laughs> I'm laughing way too much. Okay, focus, focus. Okay, anyway. So, like, my, uh, like, I drew a picture of, like, my family, and it was, like, me, my brother, my mom, and, like, my little cat, and, like, you know, like, a happy sunshine. And then, like, my stepdad, like, angry as hell, like, angry eyebrows, <laughs> like, with a switch. <laughs> <laughs> I can't find that anywhere. Like, I would frame that to this day. It is somewhere. It is somewhere. We did not throw that away. Because my, even, my, even my parents, even my stepdad with the switch, laughed at that photo. <laughs> like, this and I, I have searched, we have searched for that. Like, we don't know where it went. Yeah. Like, I would, it would be, I, and it's in my memory, and I, I know exactly, I could draw with Crayola today. <laughs> <laughs> I would have that phrase in my house, and I would show that to my, like, my daughter and my son, like, this was my life. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> Well, I wanted to say, I want to say the the end, the end of the story was that like they end up calling in your parents, like to some of the principals. Oh, office. Oh, 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 they did. <laughs> yeah, They're like oh, this is what your son no. drew. Are you guys having family issues? <laughs> no, they didn't. They didn't call him in for that. They called him in for okay, okay, okay. There's a little. I had a friend named Jeffrey. Friend. Loosely, loosely based term. Okay. Right. So like, like we went to like Lafayette together and then we got to like Beulah Elementary to, together. And so like, for whatever reason, like back in the day, we had like a carpenter set, like with actual carpenter tools. Yeah. Like for kindergarten. And like, like we would actually use these things. <laughs> and it came like time to like put them up. And I was like, I was that turd kid that was like, I'm going to keep playing until they really, until they really like yeah, make me it. Yeah. put it away. Yeah. And Jeffrey was a rules kid. He was like, no, no, Evan, we have to put away the hammer and the saw and all this. And I'm like, F you, Jeffrey, I'm having fun. <laughs> and like, I thought we were, I thought we were, I thought we were friends, Jeffrey. And, and so, like, we, we start fighting over this hammer. I remember it was like this yesterday. Like, and I'm like, like, dude, I want to have fun. He's like, it's time to put away the tools. I'm like, no, it's time to have. I'm putting away the tools. <laughs> like, I had a guy even like catch myself because I was about to lie to Jeffrey. And I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm putting away the tools. He's like, you're not putting away the tools. I'm, like, I'm putting away in like. I'm a younger brother, and so I have, like, an older brother. So I'm used to this, like, push-pull thing. Yeah. And so you, the older brother always lets go and, like, you smack yourself. And so, like, me and Jeffrey, who were, like, bros, like, we were, like, bros that left La Petite and, like, went to Beulah Elementary School together. Yeah. And, like, we were fighting over this this damn hammer. Like, an actual, it was an actual hammer. 
like an actual <laughs> metal <Yeah. laughs> like one jab. <laughs> and then I was like, what would my brother do right now? So I let go. And this dude fucking takes the claw. Hammer to right time to his forehead. <laughs> he takes what? <laughs> okay, so it's like a claw hammer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know why they let kindergartners play with this in the, the 1980s. The claw hit him in the head? Yeah, right in the head. <laughs> <laughs> I still laugh at it because he, deser- he deserved it in the end. He deserved it. He, yeah. he, he made a long move. You played your cards and right. He, yeah, he, he knew what he was doing and, uh, you know, put a quarter in your hand. Yeah. And he played himself. And, and anyway, and so, like, they had, like, the meeting with, like, my parents. And they're like, he hit a kid with a claw hammer <laughs> in the head. I'm like, first of all, why were you supplying us with claw hammers? <laughs> like, like, why was that a thing? That was even available to us. And, and, and secondly, he deserved it. Actually, firstly, he deserved it. Yeah. Secondly, why were you supplying us with claw hammers? Well, he yeah. It, yeah. So that was that story. What's the next one? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's no. You, I, had, you had me. You had me wait like two hours of drinking, like for this interview. Okay, so I'm well, like, I, I totally. I, I'm I drinking at the same rate. <laughs> yeah, I never um, prepared. I, I was going to prepare for this, and then I got called into work on a night shift for a little bit, which turned into 15 hours. <laughs> and then um, I just drank a big gas up. Okay. <laughs> And and so anyway, I needed a cord and I couldn't find the cord and I was running all the house all over the house. So I was hoping to have better audio quality, but I forgot the cord. So it is. Okay, it is. But OK, I'm so good. I want to move on to okay. talking about um, Navy, Navy stuff now. And okay. what I was thinking about this, what just came to my mind was, do you, do you, do you remember when we were pulling shore power and we were waiting and switch gear for like three hours and all we did was talk about knife boots? Oh, dude, I go, I go all day about knife boots. <laughs> I remember my parents came to visit like right after that. I don't even know who brought up. Uh, no, I do know what it. I do. I do know the initiator of knife boots was, uh, are we are we allowed to like say like last names on this? Yeah, no, I just my my only rule is I'm not I don't want to say, hey, uh, Jake was there and God that guy's an asshole. Like if I'm saying something bad about okay. somebody, I'm gonna say, oh, and there's a guy there and he was kind of he was a bit of a jerk off. But um, yeah. no, 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 no. Night boot came from. Uh, he might still be in the Navy. Jimmy Burke. Uh, Burke. Uh, yeah, Burke, no, Burke, Burke is a senior is, chief. Yeah, he is the he is the initiate. He is knife boot. He is, and nice. actually, he was the okay. So like, we're at Babylon. That's a that's a whole different tale. Okay, like we're we're living at some like million dollar property in San Diego, party house. Yeah, I remember, and. That. Uh, yeah, oh, good God. And uh, the Burke is a uh, aficionado of the movie Roadhouse. And at the time, I was, I, 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 have, I had heard of Roadhouse, 
but I did not know of Roadhouse. Okay, okay. Like I, I never, I, I, I never watched the movie. So like Roadhouse comes on, which is Burke's shocking. Like, okay. Yeah, I know it is at the time. It's sad. It's very, very sad. But you got correct. So anyway, like, yeah, like Burke corrected my ass, and like he's like he's like, dude, Roadhouse. And I'm like, oh, what is Roadhouse? I was like, okay. So like we're watching, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like involved in the movie, and then at the movie, and actually, I'm just gonna like at the a Roadhouse aficionado. It's actually slightly wrong. It wasn't nice boot. It was right boot. But anyway, nice boot works so much better. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> like so, we're like all like at Babylon. Which you'll all learn eventually, like about this house. Uh, like so, like Burke, we're watching like Roadhouse, and Burke's like nice boots, and like points to it, and like like happily drunking watching this movie, and we're like, oh my god, like this dude has a nice boot, and so like and that's where it started, and so I was like, oh my god, nice boots are so fucking cool. I want a nice boot. <laughs> I'm like, but so fucking. <laughs> Burke was the instigator of all this. And, <laughs> and, like, and I immediately, like, my life became all about nice boots. Like, it was probably, like, there's probably some other things you should be, like, involved with in life, like, like getting married, having kids, or, like, eating, or, I, I don't know, putting gas in your car. <laughs> I didn't give a shit. I was all about night boots at that time. I was like, oh my God, Burke has shown me the way. Like, he's my massage. He's my night boot massage. <laughs> what fucking night boots? I just and remember. So I was like, so fucking infatuated with night boots. I remember being in there and it was like, man, knife, knife. We ended up having a theology discussion because it was like, who can, <laughs> who can have a knife boot? Like not anybody can just a knife, boot. who can have two knife boots? And we were like, well, no. well, we were like the man, the man, Jesus, like, it not, was not, like not the, not, not like Jesus, the Jesus, but just like the man part of Jesus, he could handle two. Yeah. Like when boots. he came to earth. Yeah. And then, and so that was a whole big discussion. And Bo Jackson. And, and Bo Jackson. <laughs> and I wasn't sold on Bo Jackson, and then you told a story. About <laughs> I, 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 la- I laugh heartily at your not sold on Bo Jackson yeah. having nice boots. And then, and then it was well. I saw Bo Jackson. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I, on That's ESPN. So ridiculous. Yeah, I saw Bo Jackson on ESPN <laughs> bow hunting alligators, and I was like, well, if you're bow hunting alligator, you can handle two knife boots. Well, and and if you are, you know. Oh, Jackson. But uh, (laughs) my parents came to visit and I was laughing so hard about this three because then then you then you took that like a Wu-Tang song. Remember? K and I a boot. You would sing that all the time. (laughs) I was saying the B-52 song. (laughs) Nice boot, baby. Nice boot, nice boot, baby. Yeah. (laughs) B-52s are awesome, by the way. They might be the best band of all time. Some that out there. <laughs> there you go. Podcast. Well, I'm <laughs> glad you got it out. Apparently, it's been brewing for a while. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I get revenue from Wu-Tang and B-52s. Yeah, weird. that's right. To come on a podcast. To come on a podcast that 18 people <laughs> listen to. <laughs> 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 
Oh. Dude, Wu-Tang and Baby Tears listen to that Bach guy. I was, anyway. was going to say, so you, um, <laughs> so we were Liberty Buddies. Like it was you yeah. and me and we would be together and then Cliff and Chris would be together. And yeah. that had always worked out so well because Cliff and Chris, they would come off the ship and they would like grab a shower and like lay down in bed and relax. And, you know, after we checked in the hotel and, and you and I, we would come to the hotel drop our stuff off, <laughs> go to a gas station, get a bunch of booze and cigarettes, come back to the drink. Yeah. <laughs> and by the time they were like, ah, are you guys ready to go out and get some dinner? We were sloppy. <laughs> and, and oh, there was, like, there was, like yeah. I, I, I remember all the altercates. All the what? All of them. I remember like every part visit with them yeah oh yeah yeah no and so uh i remember <laughs> i remember when it was singapore and we got off the ship and remember that we got some cigarettes remember they had that huge picture of like a lung that was like covered in in pus and mucus yeah and like they had the most abhorrent off-putting pictures on the package of cigarettes which we would laugh at while we were smoking and drinking and, and I remember coming in and we started and we were having like and we we always got into these arguments about um you know I don't know football or whatever and basketball yeah no I remember this about Singapore this, this is what I remember so we, we had an actual wait, hold, on, hold on we had an actual story so, okay I'm sorry yeah I was asking if you remember something and you're interrupting me. So, I'm bad. so you can tell your story next. So, um, there are rules and consequences to those rules, Evan. Anyway, um, I had come in and we were, we were getting into like this severe argument about how much money, tiger woods made and you were getting super pissed off and you were saying he made a hundred million dollars last year or something. <laughs> and i said no golfer made a hundred million dollars you're out of your mind and so then we were just arguing back and forth and finally you were so pissed off you were like fuck you cole i'm buying the internet <laughs> <laughs> so you, you, paid, you, paid, you paid like $30 for the internet so we could look up how much money Tiger Woods made last year. And then, and then, and then he had ended up making $110 million. And I was like, wow. And then I said... Uh, <laughs> well, I was like, wow. Well, he only made $10 million playing golf and $100 million playing and, stuff. and I was just like, my mind was so blown. I had no idea Tiger Woods was making $110 million. I thought this is completely impossible. Um, Yeah. What did you remember about Singapore? <laughs> I'm covering my mouth now. Like I like you're in the room. Hey, so there's, there's a three. Okay, no, 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 no. I'll do the whole Singapore thing. Wait, hold okay. on just a second. Hold on just a second. There's a three-part story that I tell about you that's going to be the next podcast episode. Okay, I'm already looking at my list, and I'm telling you, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, 
I'm doing like the arms thing with like, like I do with my kids. <laughs> like I'm ready for I'm I'm ready for the Singapore story. Okay. But I, I, I remember it. Hold on, hold on. I remember it like hold it was on. yesterday. What I need I just I don't want you to tell the story I'm telling next podcast. Okay. So what what story is it? Oh, it's my turn to go. Oh, um I'm I'm just saying I might cut it out of the episode. Oh, oh, oh I got I got Oh, I got you. Got you. And I was going to go with uh I was gonna go with like all of like Singapore, like starting with like the getting there, and then like the uh, remember like we went to like the Australian restaurant, and they're like, oh okay, and they're like, we're gonna order the vat of beer, it was like thirty eight bucks. Oh yeah, <laughs> and then it was like no, forty was... ounces of beer, and then like I was so mad, like like and and like what made me matter, it was like Thompson. Like did the math and he's like, this is like a lot of money for beer. Yeah. And I was like, no, I remember that we were, you know, we were, and I was the one that ordered it. And then he's like, this is a lot of money. And like, like I was a tightwad, and then like, you know, Thompson's like the the free flowing guy. And I was like, that's the motherfucker that's telling me that's fucking <laughs> too much for beer. And then like, like. <laughs> Delivered it and it was like forty ounces of beer for like thirty eight bucks and I was like, God damn. Yeah. No. Well, I remember sitting. This is like in line. I was like, fucking Thompson's right too. And I was like, <laughs> damn it, super damn it. <laughs> I was so bad. Yeah. No. I I remember you. I wish I had that camera because I took a picture. No, of it. dude. I, no, I have pictures of it. I have several. So my family, my family posted several pictures of that. They all have that picture <laughs> of, me, of me fucking staring at that fucking beer. So send it to me, and I'll uh, I'll put it up. Oh, oh okay, okay, yeah, yeah. We have that on like a, a tower. No, I remember. Yeah, I remember being in Singapore, and we were sitting. I'm still, I'm still mad about it. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. <laughs> Yeah, but don't, don't you remember we were going all back and forth everywhere. Yeah, uh, yeah. And and then and it was it was Dave Ganey, who's hilarious and awesome. And we were running around with him and he had the idea yeah. of like posing on the escalators. Oh yeah. And I Yeah, Dave. Yeah. Dave and Josh were my end like I know you want to talk about like uh me ending up at at, at at the uh hotel room like outside of it and it was all Dave and Josh. Yeah, no, I that's the story I'm saving for next episode. Oh, that was all the lemon shot at F bar. F bar. F bar. Yeah. You gotta whisper it. You, you don't just say it, you gotta whisper it. <laughs> yeah. We had like three months of that like pumped into us from AFN channel. You gotta like whisper it. Cause it was awesome, like see, like some boobs with like some chicks with like uh, some like uh, tumbleweed hat. Yeah, no, F F F hot was the model channel, 
and they would take yeah. video of the shoots they were doing with these supermodels, you know, all over the world, yeah. the beach, whatever. And on this closed circuit television that we would get, we had, you know, when we got into the Persian Gulf and stuff, <laughs> we would actually have like three or four like Armed Forces Network AFN channels. And at about one thirty in the morning, the show would come on <laughs> called F-Hot, F-Hot. And F and F Hot would come on, and it would be videoing these models, and then as they're like grabbing, they're doing like the hand bra, and then from there they would like change positions, so you'd you'd see a little something, and everybody would stay up after watch. You'd get off watch at one thirty, and you would stay up for one thirty to two. The lounge would be more packed than it's ever been for any other moment of the day uh any day of the week more packed than football day <laughs> and, and everybody would be we have to have a hats and tits. Yeah. like you know you know your so life is miserable when that's the best thing you got going on and then you and, and you were waking and, up at like 3 30 till i see it like yeah i'm gonna see them kicking with like the couple weight hats the boobs okay this is cool for me (laughs) what realm is this cool (laughs) yeah 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 normally you would just like pass right over that channel he's like yeah okay come boy (laughs) they got moves okay the tumbleweeds are pretty cool (laughs) that might be a fashion trend in the later years yeah. No, it's not going to be. They have boobs. That's why. That's why it's a fashion trend. If they have boobs, they put the shit on their head. Yeah. <laughs> and that's my. That's my. <laughs> so, so I got to ask you, Evan. Yeah. A personal question. Go ahead. All right. How do you feel now that you? can fully accept the fact that Michael Vick sucks. Um, anyway, um, no. No, one, one. You want to go into it? You want to go into it? Look, Michael, Vick sucks. Like, we've had this argument before, and it's just the truth. <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Okay, no, no one has ever propelled. Are you serious? What? Okay, okay, let's get, let's let's go into it. Okay, no one has ever done what he has done. Are, are you serious? Are you serious? Like. Once you have Brett Favre, once you have Brett Favre, what Michael Vick is, like, Michael Vick is better than Brett Favre. Like the only Mike, dude that Mike ever Favre. beat Brett Favre in in fucking Green Bay, the only guy that's ever won a, a playoff game in Green Bay is Michael Vick. Yeah, count that. Boom. When like, you say dude, when you say he's never but, done anything before, or he's done things no other person has done before, are you talking about the dog fights? You know what, I mean? <laughs> what are you fucking Rachel Maddow? <laughs> no, none. <laughs> you know, I don't want to be that guy who just has a bunch of fluff. 
Yeah, you, know, you got you got to get some hard questions. <laughs> okay, first of all, first of all. Okay, first of all, Michael Vick. All the dudes that were like in the dog fighting ring with him. <laughs> like, they're all like ten years older than him. They're like, no, nope, well, that makes I'm it like, okay. Like, no, 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 fuck off. <laughs> like bad news kennel. Bad news kennels was around a long time for her fucking eat shit. Eat shit. I'm fucking drunk. Eat shit. Eat shit. <laughs> okay. Eat your cup of shit. <laughs> All right, we can move on. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this? I will never be president because of this conversation right here. And that, unfortunately, that's the only thing holding you back. <laughs> yeah, yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, yes, it is. Well, okay, cool, man. I mean, it's been uh, my time right here is showing like 49 minutes or something. So, um, no, I just wanted to have you on and not necessarily to tell Navy stories and stuff, but just get a feel for who you are so that when I'm saying, oh, Evan McCoy did this, now they've heard you talk and they're like, yeah, that guy did that for sure. Shout outs. The shout out is going to go toward Scott McConnell. And I know I said I wasn't going to talk trash, but I am going to talk a little bit trash about McConnell. Because, and this has nothing to do with the Navy, I wrote a joke to him on on LinkedIn the other day, and I know he knew it was a joke, but it's LinkedIn, and LinkedIn is just the effing worst, man. It's it's just so fake. I can't really stand it. Everybody's always like, oh, da 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 Employees are our most important possession in the pride of our works and in our pride of our company. Here's your pink slip. Like, what are you talking about? Like, nobody, there's no, con- no company doesn't have integrity as one of their core values and yet you'll see people like lying all the time about stuff and you're like really is this this is really a core value because when um when it really hit the fan here you go the navy and the navy if you one of the core values is integrity but whenever they need to get around something they will find a way to get around it Okay, well, is that integrity? That's what integrity is. Bending and breaking the rules in order to get around something that makes me look bad. That's integrity. Well, if that's integrity, I think we all do have it. Somehow, that's not what it is on LinkedIn. Everybody has it, and then they'll all throw you under the bus. So I get where he was coming from with it. I thought about it afterwards, but I made a joke. And he responded to me in a non-joke fashion, which is completely unacceptable. And if you knew McConnell, who's one of the biggest dopey, funny people that you'll ever meet in your life, you'd you'd totally understand that this was just a facade due to LinkedIn. So McConnell, he would come in, he, in 2007, he was one of the like roving watches. I was throttleman Longfellow. She was a throttleman and Hoffman was the reactor operator. I don't remember the log recorder. They usually swapped out pretty a lot. Anyway, McConnell would come in and he would say something stupid because that, that was just like 90% of what he said. And, and stupid in a good way. It's very enjoyable. 
And he would say something and then he'd say, we or no, si or no, yes or no. And he would say it like that. And it was funny. And he would say that all the time, like to the point where I would want to punch him in the face. I'd be like, if this dude says, we or no, si or no, yes or no. If he says that one more time, I'm just going to take that clipboard out of his hands and I'm just going to bash him in the face as many times as I can before they take me off of him. And, but long, but Longfellow and Hoffman especially, he always loved it and it made him laugh so much. And so what happened on LinkedIn is McConnell, McConnell said something about like, and he's a manager somewhere now. I don't know. He's a manager of something. He said, True leadership is blah, 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 and employees are the best. And if you have a good business, it's because you're really doing a good job. You know, your leaders are really doing a good job of leading or something like that. Uh, you know, valuing the employees and making them feel whatever. And it was like written on a keyboard and he probably just reshared it or what? Not a keyboard, a blackboard. He probably just reshared it or something. I don't know. So as a joke, obviously, because almost everything I do is joke. I said, not buying it. Seems like a humble brag. Not buying it. And then <laughs> because it's LinkedIn and I don't buy anything on LinkedIn. And it seems like a humble, humble brag because it says, you know, it, it was a joke. I didn't actually think that. But I'm just saying like, hey, if I'm the leader and then I say, you know, you've got a good company. If I'm a manager and you say Le- the leadership of this country is excellent, company is excellent. Then you would say, oh, well, you're the leader. So you're saying that about yourself. So it was just, I was just making a joke. And I thought I would clarify that it was a joke. So I put, we or no. And then he responded with like a paragraph I really didn't read. But it was like, how do you figure that? And blah, blah, blah. And like defending himself because I called him out on LinkedIn. And afterward, and I said, oh, hey, you know, I wasn't going to be like, screw you, loser which is what I wanted to write because it was LinkedIn. And I thought, okay, he's just playing like this game or something. But I said, Oh, I, you used to say this and it was funny. And I missed, I missed the mark on that joke, but I don't think I missed the mark on that joke. It was just LinkedIn and he didn't want to like lose out on a potential future job because I'm a jackass and I I can respect that, but it doesn't mean I'm not going to come back at you on the podcast. Okay, I wanted to tell another story about McConnell. Um, A lot of McConnell stories, they're not going to say, and McConnell, because I said that I don't want to say anything bad about people. Not bad as in um, like a loser. Well, that too, but that's that's not the case at all. It's, okay, you're doing something that may be kind of inappropriate, and I don't want, you know, I don't want those things to come out about him other than what he's willing to tell people. But I haven't talked to him in for forever, which may be why he didn't get my joke, but I still think he got it. Or at least, well, whatever. He should have got it. After watch, at night, we would go to the lounge sometimes, subject of another discussion. And somebody came in one day, I don't remember what it was. But, they had a, they had, they made all the new people sleep in this one spot on that side of the birding. He, I guess I should mention, I was an electrician's mate and he was an electronic technician. 
So we slept on in the same birthing. It was a huge, huge room, but the electricians had this half. Um, the ETs had this half. And somebody had said to him, and it, hell, it could have been me. Why is why do you make all the new guys sleep on this spot? Well, that, that spot, turns out, the wall connecting, the wall next to it is the wall that's on the lounge. So if people are being loud in the lounge and you're trying to sleep, right, you, you, it's going to be more difficult. So you get the crappiest racks, racks when you first get there. So that's nub row. And somebody had said to McConnell, hey, why is this nub row? And McConnell says, oh, let me show you. And he turns around, and with his steel toe boot that we were all forced to wear, he proceeds to just repeatedly kick the living crap out of the wall. Bam, 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 bam. And then he'd stop for a second. Bam, 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 bam. And this is just a flimsy little interior wall. It's just shaking like a son of a gun the whole time. And then some people... You know, one of, at one point, a guy on the other side, like, knocks back, which obviously McConnell isn't going to take that. So, bam, 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 bam. He kicked the wall so many times. After about the fourth or fifth round of it, like, it went on a long time. This kid, <laughs> this kid comes out, walks through the, walks out the door into the lounge. He's, he's wearing, like, in Navy terms, his skivvies. He's wearing his undies. And, you know, he's got like a blanket wrapped around him and he's just, you could tell he's exhausted. And he's like, can you please just stop kicking the wall? (laughs) It was pretty much like the nicest thing you could say, the best way to ask, you know, whatever. Just he's, he's desperate. He's a desperate fool at the end of his pitiful rope. And McConnell looks at him and says, shut the fuck up, nug, nub. Oh, damn it, I messed it up. He says, shut the fuck up, Nub. I don't ever want to fucking hear your voice. And he just starts going off on him until the guy just kind of slowly realizes, yeah, he's, you know, whatever. And then he turns around and walks inside, dejected that his no was a whole bunch of F-bombs, and it closes the door. McConnell waits about 15 seconds. Bam, 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 bam starts kicking the crap out of the wall again and then he turns around he's like and that's why it's nub row <laughs> <laughs>